When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious and in family-sized cartons. I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream, and their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious or their organ strawberry oh, i love it sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces so so good plus you got to check out their mudside flavor it's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips oh it's so good i gotta go get some ice cream right now plus you know you're in good hands with tillamook brand they make over 200 different dairy products and the brand is farmer owned and led by dairy experts boy oh boy I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's spring collection is here, and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new, vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B. Bombas.com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. Ever thought, wow, I'm enjoying this James Bond movie, but I wish there was more gymnastics in it. <laughs> well, you're in luck. We saw Jim Cotta, so you know what that means. Hello, people of Earth! And hello, people of Los Angeles. We are live at Largo uh, for a very special episode of the show. Uh, let me get it started right away by introducing my uh, two co-hosts. Please welcome June Diane Raphael. And Jason Manzukis. We have a very special guest tonight. Uh, one of the, the funniest people I know. Please welcome Michael Showalter. Jim Cotta. Wow. It is like the Hunger Games meets the room. <laughs> I, I, uh, I just wanted to start this off by saying this. Was this in the, like, was a producer thinking that he was going to create 
a new martial art? Because I don't understand the difference between karate and gymnastics. Like, I don't, I mean, besides the gymnastics equipment. Well, this just, this movie appears to be just gymnastics with people's faces where your feet are. I'm pretty sure he's just doing gymnastics, only there are people in the way. Yeah. Or it's just like karate with a flourish. It is, it is it's odd that whenever he is in trouble, there happens to be oh. gymnastic equipment oh, yeah. nearby. Oh, we're sending you into a country called Parallel Bars. <laughs> there is literally a vault in one There's of the There's a pommel horse. Yeah, like a city, you're right. Well, a city square just has a pommel horse in the middle of it. Why? They live in like the fucking Middle Ages, like goddamn animals. And there is a pommel horse in the center square of their goddamn town. We might be getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we need um, to go back because I actually learned a lot more about this movie from that trailer than I did we just from watched watching the, trailer. Oh the entire film. Truly. I, the, I mean, what, I, I asked the question, what is the premise of the movie? Well, here, Michael, I, I don't know if you felt this way, but when I first started watching this movie, I felt like the first act was somehow missing. Yes. Like, I checked. I rewound. I rewound, and I was like, I must have missed, like, three scenes. Nope. I missed nothing. Right from the start. Well, this is, this is basically... I, I pulled this clip because, just to, to, to get us all in here, this is basically how the movie starts, besides the amazing gymnastics opening. Um... Well, I like, too, the very beginning of the movie starts, all of the, the, the credits are rolling over just a static shot of a handlebar. <laughs> it's the yes. least visually interesting opening of a movie I've ever seen. It's See, just a handlebar. I think that's bold. I think that's a bold choice. I think that's a bold choice the movie makes to say, just watch this, because when this shit's done, your mind is going to get blown. I will also say that when he is doing the gymnastics in the beginning, they do a lot of, like, crotch camera work, which is not an impressive way to watch gymnastics. Like, gymnastics is better from afar. Well, there's also that scene... The, 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 there's, at, at, at minute eight in this movie, there begins a training montage. And then at minute nine, it is over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which... which is inexplicable. Why but, we're training already? But at one point, he's trying to climb upstairs on his hands. It's the... All right, it's, all right relax. It's, it's the gym. It's the Gymkata equivalent of the running on the beach scene yes. in Rocky, yes. which is <laughs> but, he can't do it, he can't do yep. it. He can and almost do it. He can yeah. almost do it, and then he can do it. He can. Well, but then, meanwhile, the entirety of that section, which they keep re returning to, is a camera right above his, his dick. dick. It is a camera. He is upside down. Ladies, relax. <laughs> they're, excited, they're excited I about the it. awesome dick package of Kurt Everybody, Thomas, uh, Olympian. Jim Cotta makes the me other, that. The other thing, the other amazing thing about the training sequence, and we are cutting ahead. Yes. Is the guy with the gigantic eagle? Wait, or, no, no. <laughs> what is it, an eagle yes, or, a, no, or a hawk? He's chopping wood. He's chopping wood. <laughs> 
He's chopping wood, and his teacher, his teacher tells him you have to be able to chop it so it doesn't make a sound, right? You hear that? And then it pans over, that's the teacher. And um, the, lesson, the eagle never flies. Yeah, the lesson the- doesn't need a falcon. <laughs> I want to I wanna just address one thing first. Well, first let me talk about this teacher. I wrote down his quote. Do, now he's teaching him how to chop wood. Do not hear the wood split. Hear only the sound of the axe cutting the air. Read the air itself. It has much to say to you. Okay, I guess. Guess what? Because the air is saying, what's up with this fucking falcon? <laughs> when are we going to get to that? Um, I feel like the falcon was just added as like extra, like, shit, we need some animals. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, this. this is the, we talked about this walking up the stairs on, the, on his palms. Would you, you would think, was that, would that come into play in the third act? And some, that, that, that technique will show itself. No. You would also think there are multiple scenes in which men prove that they are masters of specific martial art weapons. Yes. And you would be like, oh, so I guess Samir eventually is going to attack him with his sigh, right? Those yeah. are sigh, right? Nope. 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 He'll use or the bow and arrow. this guy's going to use his ninja axes or whatever those things are. Those things, he flips, he flips around. Nope. Never seen never, it. Never seen him again. Never Basically, seen Basically, just if you have not seen the movie, I'll just quickly say that basically... <laughs> This is what we're missing. Um, somehow an Olympian is a secret agent. We don't know how it happened. Well, he, he w- says, he says, I did write this down, because he asks the CIA guy, like, why, why don't you just, because, well, you'll explain that they're going to go steal something and yeah. Yeah, that's going to save the talk, world. Yeah, talk about it. Okay. They're going to save the world, but he says, why don't you just send military in to do this insane thing that yeah. they're asking to do. And he's the, the CIA says, because direct military action is out of style. That's a, that's a quote from the movie. Well, and that's, but that's, that's the their logic. But that is a theme that runs through the movie, like the old versus the new uh-huh, and things yes. that are out of style and in style. Joan Rivers, fashion police in, the, in, the, uh, in Congress. That's in style, that's out of style. Nuclear weapons, out. Sending guys in for karate gymnastics in. But wait, so but I want to talk about Joan. Pay your writers. <laughs> <laughs> I do okay. want to talk about that thing, which is, what is he trying to do? It's oh. the Star. Yeah, because something. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's in the title card at the end. He has to go. He has to go to this country where apparently Mel Brooks is the leader. Well, by the way. <laughs> by the way. Right. Right! <laughs> Mel Brooks. By the way, the name of the country is Parmistan. Yeah, yeah. Like a Parmesan like, sandwich. Like a chicken yes. Parmistan. Yes. It's Parma- Parmistan. Let me get a chicken Parmistan. Okay, relax. Um, get well, it also, together. The, the, uh, the father, his, uh, his daughter, the princess, is also a part of the story. And I just want to talk about the, the resemblance of the two. <laughs> Okay. Yep. Well, it should be pointed out, she, she barely speaks English. She, she, both of them speak. It, neither have the same accent. Wait a second. Oh, no. Neither what? has a discernible accent. Wait a times. second. Uh-oh. This is a direct quote from the movie. <laughs> While, whatever his name is, do we even know his name, the hero? 
The hero? Uh, the hero. Oh, Kurt Thomas. Kurt Thomas. <laughs> What's his character's name? <laughs> what? John Cabot. Cabot. While Cabot is training, the CIA guy can be overheard saying, the princess is interesting. Her mother is from Indonesia. <laughs> yes, I wrote that down too. I wrote that down. Ergo, she is interesting. Well, let's, uh, let's just play a part. Of basically, so he has to go and train because if he, if he, this is the premise of the movie. If he goes in to this Parmesan and competes in something called the game and wins, no one has won in 900 years, but if he wins, he is granted a request. Anything he wants... And what he, is, what he wants is for the U.S. to put their Star Wars defense system in their country. They so want a they military can... base, basically. Exactly. I will also just point out to you, just to put some thought behind it, this is the year the Americans boycotted the Olympics in Russia, 1990, uh, 1985. That's when they shot this, so he had some free time, the Kurt Thomas. Nice. Um, here is... Uh, oh, the, it's a very politically charged film. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's kind of like Gorky Park with Jim Cotta. Um, here is uh, the explanation of Jim Cotta. Uh, we just take a listen here. Um, here we go. Oh, and by the way, this dude's totally into the princess because she's smoking hot. Uh, so he's thinking about her, and they're like, think about the game, dude. Here we go. Looking good. I'm never going to make it. She does crazy things. The game's never the same. Other countries are training their best men now to defeat you. She's driving me nuts. You know she doesn't talk? The princess will come around. Interesting background. Her mother was Indonesian. <laughs> you know, one of the problems that you've got to face is being able to distill the essence of what you've learned. It's a subtle blend of the martial arts of the East, the fighting skills of the West. You know karate and your own special gymnastics. Everyone basically says nothing for the first 15 minutes of the, like that. Who is this guy? Is this guy part of the CIA? Because he also feels like he knows him and his dad. Oh, yeah. His dad is an ex-secret agent or something, right? Yeah. His dad, is his dad the, a gymnast The cold as well? open is that. The cold open is a man playing the game. Being yes, chased right? by ninjas. Being, yeah, being chased by ninjas. I, I, he like is like a Bobo Kurt Russell. That's, yep. uh... Yeah. Uh, and he get we don't know it's his dad. Spoilers for uh, this terrible, <laughs> terrible garbage movie. Um, but that guy is trying to climb across a chasm, across a rope, uh, and someone shoots him with a goddamn arrow. <laughs> And um, that is why young Jonathan Cabot is forced to compete. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places. And I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent 
or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better, and that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words, eat more Reese's. I mean, the combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do, that's why you should invest in Simply Safe home security today. That's right. For award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security. Plus, it gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. Plus, a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this. It's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when I'm on tour, when I'm out there in the UK, I can check in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24-7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or, or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash bonkers. That's simplysafe.com slash bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. But I mean, like, the, the, the thing that blew my mind about this movie is at every turn, insano things are happening to him. Like, crazy next level bonkers stuff is happening to him constantly in the movie. And he is always like this, huh? The one thing I'll say is I buy that he is a dumb gymnast. Yeah, because he plays it really well. He is every step of the way, like, huh? Will you look at this? Oh my God, where's G- Gomez? I, I do want to. Gomez? Oh shit! I feel Gomez like, has a pitchfork in his face. Oh, Gomez. I do feel like we're 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 gonna get to something that I really want to talk about in a second. But I I feel like we've got to talk about the love story because here in the Oof. beginning moments is when it really heats up between him. Well, by the way, the I princess. love that he sets up like she doesn't speak, she hasn't spoken a word, and and so you're thinking there's gonna be some like crazy reveal where she starts talking. No. Yep. She just when in she one first scene, says her starts talking. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to see? I'll just for the, the for the people in the theater. I'm gonna play you guys their first uh, their first meeting. Yeah. Um, it's that relax, pretty... everybody. Don't jerk it. <laughs> I mean, this is you know this is like one of the the coolest like sexiest Sam and Diane kind of love relationships. <laughs> the gonna sexual get. tension is non-existent. <laughs> Here we go. The princess is an expert at the game. And she'll be handling your training from now on. You'll be leaving together. Part of the training, huh? What, a game? Hey! Hit the ball. Hey, wait! Land in a wall. Yeah. Karate chop. What she's saying is, don't trust anybody. Hope to tell you. What does he say there? Hope I, to tell you? Hope to tell you? Hope to tell you? Hope to tell you? 
What does that even hope mean? To ch- hope to, to tell you. It's what they say in Jim Cotta circles. <laughs> when you that? wish that you heard something before it happened. Did, no, did anyone notice the Foley sound work in oh, the yeah. movie? Okay. It starts here. But the market scenes are oh, yeah. insane. Yeah. And it must be pointed out, he's wearing sneakers. And it's like, clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, 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 clip. He sounds like a horse going down yeah. a cobblestone street. But my question is this. The princess in the beginning is shown as being, she's well-versed in the game. She's uh, deadly, as we saw with that one karate chop to the upper shoulder blade. Uh, and... But yet, she and seems always... And also that a, there's an element of, like in a James Bond movie, where you, we don't know if she's good or bad. Yes, we don't know right. if, we, if we can trust her, because he keeps getting close to her, and then she'll pull a knife on him at the last <laughs> minute. That happens <laughs> more than once. It oh, does. Yeah. But she never shows off her skills. She's just a captive well, I also from the majority of the at film. At a certain point, I also thought, oh, she's now in place to be his ally during the game. No. No. She just runs around. She's like a ninja, basically, who runs around being like, where is everybody? What's happening? Help! How come nobody's back yet from the game? Um, And also, the other women in this movie who are over 18 years old are monsters. (laughs) They're just complete monsters. Yeah. It's like garbage bags full of mayonnaise. (laughs) Toothless garbage bags full of mayonnaise. Toothless, sexy garbage bags full of gorgeous, rancid mayonnaise. Um, So he falls in love with this beautiful girl. Within the first 12 minutes of the movie, he has won the Olympics, completely trained for a secret mission in another country, and fucked the princess. We are at minute 13 now. And, and, (laughs) and they're the most... I hated this love relationship. She's giving him the most lackluster massage because she she's like, give him a rub down at the end of the night. Then they get into like a, a lazy kiss. Their kissing is lazy. It just seems like, oh, I don't want to kiss, I but I will. Lips. I do feel like every time he's going to pull away and secretly wants to be like, gross. <laughs> like, gross. <laughs> Her lips make me tired. Ugh. All right, so he goes... Did we get it? Did we get... Ah, oh, we got to do it again, barf. Uh, I know we're playing a lot of clips, but it's so good. Is it worth playing the, uh, the scene where he talks yes. to himself and the flips? Oh, God. Oh, God. This, you, you could tell that this was his big acting moment. Uh, do you this think was, this is the scene he auditioned for? Well, I was going to say... <laughs> I was going to say this might be his audition scene, but I don't think there's Wait, any other gymnasts that were up for this. Say, I don't think there were auditions for this <laughs> yeah. movie. I think he was given the part. He but, was... <laughs> but okay, yeah, stop, this is the okay, scene stop, where... Okay, Can you they, do a backflip? I actually... I, I think there's... No, I don't know this at all, but I think there may be a version of this, this, like the story behind the movie, which is that it was just a script about a guy, you know, who was going on this mission. They decided to cast him, a gymnast, and so made up Jim Cotta well, to make right. it work. Well, right. I will say this. The first um, credit at the, cre- at the credits, the first thing to come up, it says that it's based on a book. Yes. Which oh, I is? did some research on. <laughs> okay. 
The book is called The Terrible Game by Dan Tyler Moore. And zero, zero gymnastics in the story. The Ooh, interesting. Uh, here's, this is a review that was on Amazon of the book. I picked up this book because of the cover art. <laughs> it's pretty good. I'm already uh, in. Gladiators with swords and hooked ends. That's the cover art. Uh, this story is a modern spy thriller with a unique twist. Spoiler, in Russia, there's a small plateau populated by a warrior race. A very narrow path leads up to their country, easily defended. Any visitor must play the terrible game. And if they survive, they can interact with the locals. The game involves multiple contests of That's horse... That's the prize? Yes. And by the way, we've hang out. seen the locals. You just yeah. hang. Um, the game includes multiple contests of horsemanship, archery, wrestling, and swordsmanship with the hook swords. In 500 years, none have survived. Our hero is on a mission to establish diplomatic relations, but first he must win the, the terrible game. game. The terrible game. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, there's not much there. There's not, that is, by the way, I want to read that book. <laughs> Um, so let's that start, is that is start the an pro- offshoot podcast called How Did This Get Written, <laughs> where we just we just t- talk about terrible books. Uh, here, what about page eighty six? <laughs> I couldn't uh. believe they used. Oh boy! Uh, here we go. This is uh, here is the the best acting scene from Kurt Thomas. Here we but go. Check out the shorts. Good morning, princess. Good morning, Jonathan. You're looking handsome as always. If you're listening, he's doing flips. Did you sleep well? Like a log. She likes that. She likes that half twist. What? She has not spoken yet. Kurt Thomas knows what he wants. That's a lazy kissing right there. <laughs> There's a knife. <laughs> Don't trust anybody, right? Sometimes you just got to take a chance. Gross. Oh, Gross. She's holding a knife by his head. Gross. Bad kissing. Oh, knife into the wall. One of the first times we see a knife thrown into a wall... Um, not, not the last. <laughs> again, I have no idea why he's attracted to her. She's hot. She shows no interest in him, but uh, she's into him. She likes. I mean, there's not even like. I guess in this world, like a smile is consent to be kissed. Because sometimes he's got a hope test. They've yeah, not I mean, look, shared I say, anything. I, know, I will say this about the movie: there's some. There is something exciting about. Knowing someone's doing their own stunts and knowing, like, okay, guys, just listen for a second, for a second, like, like Jackie knowing, Chan. <laughs> yeah, there no, is he something does, he does to that it. Same yeah, thing, exactly. Yeah. There's something to it where it's like, okay, this man is doing all of his own gymnastics. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I do appreciate yep. it on a level. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, you know, yep, on a level. No, no, we all I, love. I that. would say. I do. I would say yes. And, but not for this movie. <laughs> this movie, not super exciting. Um, we were it's talking weird, about because I was just listening to it now. It does sound like it's almost a whip 
sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And every punch is. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is punching. Um, we were talking about this backstage, and you can say like, "Oh, well, this is a bad movie. It's like it's not supposed to be good." The budget was. Want to get? Let's guess. What is the budget of a 1985 movie? So 85, inflation. What do you guys think? Thirty million. Okay, that's a little high. Eighty-five. Five hundred million. I don't know. What are we doing? That is high. I have no idea. One dollar. One dollar. Eight point five million dollars. Right? So this doesn't look like that. That's okay. a lot of money so back then. The vast majority of this movie looks like it was shot in a cabin in the Catskills. <laughs> and and, a, and inexplicably, a cornfield. Yeah. yeah. Yes. What is the most terrifying it. element of the game but surviving the cornfield? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's not the most terrifying elephant, uh, element elephant? of the game. <laughs> But I don't want to give away where... Because I, I felt like watching this movie, it was unbearable until the end. Oh, until the end. Be, and the, the, the village of the crazies. Well, the village oh, of the yeah. crazies. we got to get to the village uh, of the crazies. But I don't want to... Oh, yeah. But I don't want to... You're right. The village of the crazies. I don't want to skip to that. Well, let's... All right, well, so you well, didn't enjoy any of the gymnastics? <laughs> What's that? I think I genuinely do like gymnastics. I, I enjoy I watching like, it. I did too, but I was actually felt like, and I actually remember when this movie came out. I, I saw this movie I in movie theaters. I didn't see it. I didn't so see it. So many wow. times but in different I, theaters? No, just once. <laughs> I remember when it came out and there was like this and then the Lombada movie yeah. and da da da. The Forbidden Dance? The Forbidden Dance. Well, there was Lombada and The Forbidden Dance. The two oh, different okay, movies. okay. Yeah, those are both good. There was a whole spate of movies, but. Um, but but I was disappointed that like I thought Jim Cotta was gonna be like this whole crazy thing. But it's like most of the time he's just doing karate, and then every once in a while he does some gymnastics. Basically, like that's Jim Cotta. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he's doing karate, but like he'll do a cartwheel to do into the karate. karate. Yeah. yeah. It's I like want to put this. Into I just want to. Yeah. I want to put this a little bit more in perspective for you because I'm just going back to this. 1985, number one movie at the box office, Back to the Future. Budget, $18 million. This movie, 1985, budget, $8 million. That's a high-budgeted movie. It's a very I mean, high budget. Yes. All right, yeah, 1985. Like, this is a great year for movies, except for this one. Didn't even, did it even make the top... Yeah, like there's no. no shot. There's a million times we see people climbing over the the river and on that rope. Yeah. And there's never a wide shot of it. Like no. we see people getting on the rope and getting off the rope. No, and I noticed too that they did reuse the close-up shot of the ta- the really scary townspeople. Yes. Like yes. twice. They're yes. like incredibly inbred yeah. looking yes. townspeople. The, yes, the trash bags. I think man. they spent yeah. all their money on extras because they were all yeah. very real. <laughs> All right, and horses. They go to horses. I want somebody to find out how many minutes of this movie are, is just horse feet running yeah. by. Yeah. I also, to wait, me, that's most of the movie. How I many also minutes? want to know, at the, at the feast thing, celebration thing, there is a game being played between oh, men on horses with I love nets. this. It's, I was like, it's, what's this horse and net game? It's, it's like netting a ninja. It's ninja nets. It's just two ninjas on horses, two ninjas with, on horses giant with giant butterfly nets. With circular trying net. Trying to capture each other. <laughs> Why, what is happening? It's like, bring in the ninjas on horses and give them nets. And then, and then Mel, Mel Brooks is like, I don't know. What are these guys going to do? 
And and there's the two guys that are training him in the beginning of the movie. I know, which by the way, I I watched the beginning twice. He trains for two months. Yeah, they say that the training takes two months. Um, one of the guys training him seems to be riding him on a, on a Clydesdale horse. Yes, another animal that they could get with that and the hawk. Yeah. It's like, what can we get with this amount of money? Well, no. so my buddy's got Clydesdale. Okay, give it to us. My buddy's got a sick Clydesdale. We'll use it. Um, the <laughs> I, again, I was going to talk about that horse and the net thing. It would be interesting <laughs> if they were running at each other. Nope. They're just simply closer than we are to each other in a semicircle. Just ru- like, on you horseback. Could, you could touch. You could touch them as easily. <laughs> like there's, the, I'm I not a horseman, and I could win at this game. <laughs> Instantly. Well, and this is a weird thing about that, the movie because you think to yourself, oh, I guess this is going to come back at some point no. during the games. Like, this is a type of fighting. You need to fighting. learn. None yeah, of this is like, coming back. Oh, no, this is Enjoy just, it while it's happening. This is gone Just stay forever. in the moment but, the movie. But the listen to the sound of the axe hitting the wood, that came back. Yep. That yeah. came back. Guys, when, when he, I don't remember. It came back when he realized if I go like something to do with an arrow yes he's in the woods he heard with, the wind uh, Thor is that, is that his name yes Thor Thor okay what Thorg Thor. alright shut the fuck up these guys have seen he's the movie the they're Thor. excited and, he's, and he remembers he remembers listening to the wind and so he can hear the arrow so he can duck just in time and then the arrow goes into Thor and then yeah. Thor lives for a long time yeah, yeah. Thor breaks the arrow off in his <laughs> heart, but then lives for a that's long what's time. That's so weird about arrows, arrows in this movie. And there's a lot of arrows in this movie, and their effectiveness is questionable. Yeah. yeah like Sometimes the arrow- a, direct, a direct hit, that person is well, alive does, and does, fine. Does his father that we don't know as his father get hit with an arrow in the first yes. movie? Yes. Yes. Then he, and he's on the rope bridge, so he falls. Doesn't he fall? Yeah, it's and you hear a broke his fall. Yeah. That's another effect that's added in. Of everyone who falls, like, whoa! Um, and it's not quite a Wilhelm scream. Is no, it's, they it's couldn't afford that one. That. It's almost that. I want to talk about this. He goes to Carabell in the Caspian Sea, something they really want to get out there. Uh, they put it up on the screen. Yeah, oh, yeah. A, but now he is a secret agent on a secret mission. It's trying to be like James Bond. This guy cannot dress more loudly. No. Oh, yeah. He is wearing a red sweater Bright and red. white pants. Like, you and everyone else is in turbans, and they're like, oh, I'm yeah. in a country. Like, he is He's basically Waldo. in red, white, yeah. and blue. He's yeah. Waldo. He's basically a yeah. walking American flag. Yes. Right. And he is... This is a clear, like, this is not what a special agent should be dressed oh, as. Well, what happens is they get there, him, the princess, these other fucking dildos, and they're like, okay, you're going in tomorrow. Today, you've got some time. Maybe go see the market. What? I was expecting him to go like, hey, so we have some extra time. Do I get per diem? Am yeah. I? Or like, I- you've got extra time. Sit right the fuck here. Don't go anywhere. Don't compromise the goddamn mission. Yeah. Don't leave this goddamn Read house. a map. Wait, Do something. I have a question. Why were they there? Why did they have that intermediary? Why, was why, why didn't they just go to, to Parmesan? Well, oh, and why Why did they show them a What thing? was accomplished in I that think middle part? I think know. that the gymnast is like, Look, guys, I'll do this, but I need a break. I'm not going to be on a, a boat, an Sad airplane. So it's literally, I can't go straight to Parmistan. <laughs> yeah, I can't I need, do the full mission. I need a stopover in wherever well, that was. Isn't this like the, yeah, it's a stopover, and they have like, don't aren't there like Parmistani 
like counter agents who are helping them out. The guy with the weird yeah. mustache goatee scenario. Well, but then he who then betrays the spoilers. Um, by the way, and then, by the way, and then the CIA ghost shows up and is okay. mowing people down with, <laughs> okay. with his I'm machine just, gun. It literally turns out to be a mass murderer. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's shooting that gun like he has not a care in the world. I just know. destroying that room. <laughs> 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 I will say, I will say though, here, I mean, I'll rewrite this one section and just go, how about this? You got to stop in this town and do some gymnastics for the people. That's their cover. You're a gymnast. This is how we can get you into this country. It would be as simple as that. Not like have a free night off in town, enjoy the nightlife with a princess. I'm confused. And the nightlife is if just doing shopping. If only you had been in the writer's room, you could have saved it. I could have. Can I ask a wish. question? I need to, because to kind of what you're saying to take that another step further is, <clears throat> he's going to play the game, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So what's the secret? None. That's what I like, didn't understand. The, the I don't understand. Is, the secret he's is going. they know who he is, but they don't know what his request is. That's the secret. Oh, who fucking cares what his request is? He's clearly an American dude who's coming to play the game. And why don't they? Why don't but they? But nobody's send, won and, the game in nine hundred years. Right, but right, other but why countries. Does it have to be a secret it's all who different he is. countries. So like, oh, it's a secret who he is. No, I, that's what I'm wondering. Like, I didn't are know we that. To presume, it's not. Is it a secret? No, it's no, not. No, but I don't, are, well, but wait, are, are the other people by then at the, in the market? Why are they trying to kill him in that other country? But but here's the thing. Are the other people also from other countries trying to get a nuclear base there too? Or are they just competing in <laughs> the game for they fun? Just they wanna, yeah, they just want to win cash and prizes. If they want to get, they want to get their uh, one request. <laughs> um, who, knows, what, who knows what, what Gomez? There was wants. also we we talked about. Uh, Gomez is like, get me the fuck out of wherever which one I'm was from. Gomez? Huh? Who is Gomez? Gomez, inexplicably, in the middle of the thing. He becomes like really attached to one of the other competitors. Right, they make yeah. friends. And he's like, "Where's Gomez? Where's Gomez?" <laughs> and then he sees Gomez like impaled by pitchfork. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Oh, Gomez here! And then his mind reboots, and like a fucking dumb robot, he runs off to like jump around like an asshole <laughs> in like a country that appears to be two thousand years in the past, run by Mel Brooks. This is a fucking terrible movie. Well, wait it's a second. History. It, <laughs> It's, it's, and it's not even, it's like Mel Brooks as his character from history, like, you know, or, or from Spaceballs. Yeah. It yeah. actually reminded I, me of the Spaceballs character. I felt like he was going to be like, may the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, 
And that's good because during the Netflix is a joke festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a joke fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Have you ever read the entire plot of a horror movie on Wikipedia? Because you gotta know what happens, but you kind of are too terrified to watch it? Well, then you need to check out HeadGum's Horror Movie Recap Podcast, Too Scary, Didn't Watch. Each week, resident Brave host, Sammy Smart, recaps all the gory details of a different horror movie to her scary cat co-host, Emily Gonzalez and Henley Cox. They've recapped almost 200 movies from classics like The Exorcist to recent horror films like Hereditary. Past guests include Haley Joel Osment, Betsy Sodaro, and Paul F. Tompkins. Subscribe to Too Scary didn't watch on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes drop every Wednesday. But you mentioned the 2,000 years ago thing. Did anyone pick up the part about the 20s? Yes. The, what was the 20s? Okay, 20s? She's, yeah. she says to him, because this was like, you notice like it literally looks like it's the medieval oh, times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. the whole thing looks like a bad renaissance fair. It was right? on the, 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 it, the worst back lot of Universal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but Wait, she's, sorry, just to clarify, so what year is the movie set in? In the present. Yeah, 2056. Present, in the present. Okay, in the present. Great, great, great. And she explains to him something about the, the 20s. Have you heard mm-hmm. about the 20s? Because there's some social unrest in Parmistan. Okay, okay? sure. Please he stop says, saying Parmistan. He says, I can't take he it says, any longer. Oh, good, he uh, says, what are the 20s? He goes, what do you mean the 20s? Did you miss this? No, I did, yeah. Okay, yeah, the right. 20s were, the 20s are the young people. Okay. okay. And the 20s live in Parmistan, and they're the young people who are in their 20s and who want Parmistan to enter into the 20th century. Yes. yes. And they and Samir is the guy who's going to... Well, her, her father, the day after the game, is going to announce that from now on, Parmistan is going to be... Move forward. Is, well, it's going to be the best of the old and, and the, the best of the new. But Samir is going to let that happen. Now, I will also just go back and say this. We're talking about the Mel Brooks character. He is the most affable gentleman. He yeah. is so friendly, so lovely, yet he runs this fucking crazy-ass game <laughs> where people are getting brutally killed all the time. Like, yeah. Why not that, like, why taking, put a stop to that? And like, and also, how did you get elected? He's taking prisoners yes and who are i guess gonna die in jail anyway and just releasing them to the game wait well, he's oh, like a saddam hussein type go ahead well, i was gonna say and the game he goes oh the locals love the game how do they watch it <laughs> the game There's no like, way to know it's like and like the hunger games i get they're watching it on screen running man that schwarzenegger well, movie here's they watch weird, it though, but it's, it's happening in it's a like field. golf it's like golf though you sort of drift from one hole to the next like okay you know like let's go over to the ropes them. course you know you see them running at the beginning the of the game yeah. to watch where yeah. were they running to who though? the fuck knows to the cornfield but they're they running often, to the cornfield they often cut back to, i thought they cut back to the courtyard during the middle of the game and everyone was like applauding like they like there was like a, like a game of telephone going Someone just got lit on fire. Like, yeah. I will say this. The game, like, conceptually, I love this idea. 
conceptually, I love this game. You know, like the most dangerous game. I like people hunting people. I like, I like that just as an idea. I'm a fan of it. Um, but at the end, so I was like, oh, we're finally going to get to this game, and this is going to be a cool part of this movie. The game is run through a cornfield, climb up a rope, climb across a rope, Village of the Crazies. We are gonna, Village of the Crazies the deserves as much time as we can give to it. I will just say, I wrote this down, I just was looking at notes, and I said, I wrote down this note, there are moments in this movie where I am confused about how I am supposed to feel. <laughs> I just don't know, like, is this a romantic moment? Is this a sad moment? Yeah. Is this a happy moment? It, you don't know, but let's not hold By off. By the way, I'm and, just realizing talk. now, to segue into Village of the Crazies, the... The tongueless lady in the beginning when he's... Oh, my God, I need to talk about her. She actually... I do need to talk about her, too, but she she should have been in the Village of the Crazies. Well, she was clearly probably rescued from the Village of the Crazies and made some sort of house servant. I have a feeling that she's like, yeah, like the Village of the Crazies is where she would live, but she works... In okay. the end, part of I feel like, yeah, Here's she works. She works in the castle. She, and at night, she goes to VOC to sleep. She comes yeah. back, and then, and then she's good. Okay, she jumps on the local rope bridge. And here's uh, what I on. couldn't understand. This is a woman who it is established her tongue has been cut out of her mouth. All she, of there. All she their cannot tongue. talk. Okay. At a certain point, dumb dumb idiot over here. This guy. Grabs her and he goes at knife point. Knife point. He he make tell, take me to the princess's room or whatever. And then he's like, "Is this the room?" And she goes, and then he goes, "Tell the princess to meet me yeah, in the garden." Yeah. Hey, and also, hey, you're wait, a secret agent. This wait, bitch can't talk. Jason, Jason. But she Just also so guys- he also he also gives her the knife. Yeah, who, and she just. Like, why did he give her? Why did he trust her to do that? I think he was saying, like, I'm not going to hurt you. Here's the knife. Yeah. Tell the princess I'm going. I'm in the garden. Uh, however, uh, 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 an insane village of the crazies person communicates. And she I, has no tongue. Yeah. But then in the next scene, they're in the garden. Oh it yeah. Worked, yeah. It all worked well, out. It all worked out just fine. But here's what I want to understand: the first scene with her, he wakes up. She's there. It's terrifying. Yeah. It's absolutely terrifying. She, here, here's she's, a picture of her if you have not seen her. She's petting him, yeah. and it seems terrible what's happening. But then he sort of resigns himself to it. Yeah. Uh, there, it seems like consent. Yeah. Wait, she's she's morning, his only ally wait, in the palace, I think. One, is it the bed of pillows when she wakes up? Yes. Is that the bed yes. of pillows? Same woman. Seems like some of the stuff from the old school is pretty good. If they keep that and they bring <laughs> cell phones in, they're doing good. The bed of pillows. I, I feel like, uh, I, you know, look, Kurt Thomas is going to be a very trusting guy. He's not going to judge her because she has her tongue cut out and she looks insane. She's also not in any sort of servant garb. She's in her crazy no. garb, isn't she? Yes. Yeah, she's always in her crazy garb. Um, let's talk about Gosh. Village of the Crazies. Um, oh. And, and, and Flag Ninjas. I want to talk about Flag Ninjas, too. Oh, Flag Ninjas. To get to Village of the Crazy, you got to run by Flag Ninjas. And Flag Ninjas are basically ninjas. They're just oh. refs. They're yeah. just linemen. The worst use of a ninja ever. <laughs> they look like they're just holding up stormfront flags. It's like... They're and they don't say posts, anything. Can I, I have a question just before we get to uh, Village of the Crazies, which is going to be amazing. Um, 
at, before he goes into the city, they give him a tutorial on all the gear he's going to bring in, mm-hmm. which includes like a thing that shoots a razor blade and a bunch of other an axe and all oh, this gonna, shit. Oh, you're going to ask, why does that come not? The, he like, never has any of that garbage. <laughs> because maybe that guy that was evil that double-crossed him never gave it to him. No, but CIA guy shot that guy. Yeah, but maybe he like yeah, hit it. Well, I, hit I, it. Was like, I was like, they, I felt like they wanted to have a scene where they were like, well, we'll have a scene where he has like cool weapons. Well, but you can't use weapons in the game. Oh, it'll never come back. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's, never... like, it's like a bad James Bond movie. Yeah. Everything is a, it's like, it's elements are there. It's like gadgets, girl, mission, bad guy. But it does, there's no line that pulls them all together. Heather. Well, here's the one thing I will say. There's a scene in this, in, uh, in okay, we're going to get to Village of the Crazies now. There's a scene in Village of the Crazies. Where, so Village of the Crazies is the final test, and it is a village. <laughs> Guys, I'm sure you see this coming. It is full of crazies. <laughs> um, this woman being the kind of example. Anyway, at a certain point, it, there's like a 9 to 45 minute slow motion chase sequence. Where he is chased with pitchforks, like, and I wrote in here, I was like, oh, this is basically like Frankenstein, where he's being chased with pitchforks by village people in the Middle Ages. And two dogs. And two dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Two very, very scary dogs. I feel as though this movie is a movie written by Frankenstein telling his life story (laughs) in a a slightly more cool way. He's like, people will understand me now if I write this. Did Did it, like... Part of me made, I made, I was thinking like, it reminded me of um, that, that Bruce Lee movie, Is It Enter the Dragon, where he goes in and he has to like fight all these levels. different, yeah, these yeah. levels, but here, the levels were only just different, like crazies, like the first crazy, I think the first time you know he's in the village of the crazies, is when that guy like touches a, like a pole, and oh, yeah. then he's like, ah, and then he takes out a knife and just cuts off his own hand. yeah. 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 That's the first they're, they're time they're crazy. They're, they're really crazy. Now, are yeah. we to presume that was the only way that man knew to get himself off of that pole? And he only, and he he only like, oh, gripped shit. it. I rewound it, and I was like, is it a freezing pole? Is the pole really like, like in the Christmas story where the tongue is stuck to it? No, it, it, it looks to me just like a sewer pipe. Yep. He touched it. He's like, oh. Yeah. Then he, he walks away and falls down. Yeah, I felt like the movie got good during Village of the Crazies. Well, also because all of the insane people were well-versed in martial arts. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe these are all the people who lost the game and then they're forced to live there and think about their defeat. Like, oh, I could have gotten my one request in. But how, no, I mean, like, to lose the game is to die. I know, yeah. I was just... I don't know, there there are, like... How how amazing was it when he goes into the pig thing... The pi- and he's walking on the pigs. <laughs> he's walking on the pigs, and then in this movie he walks on pigs. And then that's pigs. when Thor. He that's walks when on the backs of pigs, pigs for a while. And then Thor comes back, inexplicably yep. Thor's back, and then the pigs eat Thor. Yeah. Okay, there's a sound effect there that I really want to get to the bottom of because it seems when Thor. Thorg. Okay, sorry. Thorg, Thorg dies that he squeals. Like a pig. Like a pig. Like, Wait, isn't it the pig Thorg squealing? Does? I swear. 
swear it's not a pig squealing. There Even though there are, are pigs, pigs there. Yes, there are pigs squealing in that scene. But when he gets, I don't know, someone throws something at him and he gets. I think they hit him. They, it's uh, pitchforks. It's a pitchfork. Yeah. Pitch like yeah. Multiple pitchforks or something. It's a human pig squeal. I'm We're talking say Ned Beatty deliverance squeal? I'm going to yes. say that I'm not. Uh, this movie does not uh, shy okay. away from having their heroes whimper and squeal. Uh, Jonathan Cabot whimpers that one. Was like, uh, uh, yeah. uh. I was like, wait, 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 wait. You're the hero of this movie. <laughs> be like being like Bruce Willis and Die Hard going. <laughs> I also like the costumes in this movie. Thorg, I do. Was he padded with something? I mean, just the dimensions of him didn't make sense yeah. to me. Like no, they were just a, crazy. He had a body type I found deeply confusing. <laughs> Can, didn't line up. I didn't know what was going on up top, <laughs> up top, or down below. I okay. couldn't. I couldn't make heads or tails of that guy's body situation. <laughs> Can, also, and his face was a goddamn mess. <laughs> his <laughs> face, face to head, with the headband scenario was oh, uh, very weird. I have a theory that this guy was a top secret Muppet that Jim Henson had created. I believe it. And this was to be the launch of it. Well, I, I was like, I, I wanna... well, but also Kirk's game, Kirk, Kirk, what's his Kurt. name? Kurt, Kurt Thomas Cabot. Cabot. So Kurt, Kurt's, um, you know, been preparing for the games for such a long time. You'd think he would have <laughs> put together some sort of like an outfit that would have made right. sense. He's essentially from what Jeans my eyes can see. No, no, Michael. He's wearing khakis. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing khakis, He's like wearing maybe with pleats. With an elastic waistband. His pants yes. have an like elastic waistband. But you, have, but you see, my theory on that is there's only certain things you could do gymnastics in. Yeah. Yes. So they're like, yeah. well, he got, like, right. that's all he's got to yeah. wear. But and why they not? Be- he can't do gymnastics in sweats. Well, you think he needs it's going to weigh you down if he gets wet. I have a controversial statement. Sure. None of the training was relevant to the game. Like, wait a second. Wait What about the time when he d- took that one class of just watching a guy be blindfolded yeah. and do swords? Yeah. <laughs> you might even ask, did he do the swords blindfolded? Nope. 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 Well, he multi- just watched someone. I wrote down, at a certain point in this, I wrote down, does everyone get a martial arts weapon jerk-off scene? <laughs> because that guy has it. And, and then, then the when, when uh, Samir is challenged, he's like, he's like, oh, I see you looking at my girl. Guess what? Oh, he's, he's, like, he's like baby Kevin Sorbo. I have he's a, like, yeah. I'm going to take off my fucking shirt and I'm going to jam on these side for a while. Yeah. Fuck it. And then he throws them like, like he's jizzing. Like throws the side right at Kurt, right at KT, right. So he's like jizzing all over. You guys get where I'm going with this, right? This movie is deep. You're saying it was symbol symbolism. I was saying, yeah, I'm saying there is like deep subtext to this movie. Um, I was gonna play that scene. Please, Please why not? We're here. Let's so. play every scene. There we go. You must understand. She's mine. It's not over yet. So put your hardware back in your pants. Yeah. What is KT wearing? Is he wearing... He's wearing the Obi-Wan Kenobi collection. He's wearing... I swear to God, he's wearing Luke Skywalker clothes. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? And he has a... You see, for a guy who has a lot of change of outfits, he did not bring one for the game. That was a fact. I feel like in this scene, my character would wear a velour bathrobe. (laughs) 
The- JT, you're unstoppable, whatever you want. He's like, I feel like John Cabot, for the most part, wears elastic band pants and a velour bathrobe. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be in my trailer face-fucking Thorg if you need me. I want to go back to VOC for a second and, and ask, who was your crazy? I'm going to tell you my favorite crazy. You've heard about... VOC. Like, VOC. 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 Village of the Crazy. So you know, you know that like, thing, it's like uh, when you have like a mullet, it's like business in the front, party in the back. Sure, there's sure, a sure. VOC, <laughs> there's a VOCer who also keeps the same look. Oh, he's normal. Normal, normal, normal. Turn around, no back. No back. Just ass, and ass it, out. What's weird is that the front, the front... front Looks like like a priest's vestments. Yes, it's like a it's not it's not just clothes. It looks like a, a like a holy man. Turns Very around, normal. Boom. Prince. Totally naked. <laughs> Prince. That is my that is my village of the crazy fave. Well, that's a theme in village of the crazies is that don't don't get too comfortable with what's on the front. <laughs> Because someone oh. could turn around. I liked that guy and too. And reveal another face. Yeah. Now, was that? Was, here's my question: Was the first face we saw, was that a person he had killed and taken his face and sewn oh. onto yeah. the back of his head, or what was do you that? Think? <laughs> well, the face was sort of so poorly constructed, and it looked. But for someone terrible? who lives in the village of the crazies, that's probably one of the best faces they've committed. He's probably like. So, do you think it's pioneer. a real face or a mask? That, or a face Whoa. that's been turned into a mask. Gina's really taking that question to heart. <laughs> What's going on in I mean, that head, Do you head, think that Gina? guy here's, kill, Okay, here's kill, what I'll yeah, say. When I saw it, I thought it's a fake mask. I mean, it's a mask. It's not... Like that, papier-mâché? Yes. <laughs> but what I wished it was, was a real face that that person <laughs> had taken off Silence of the Lamb style? Silence of the Lamb style. It rubs the lotion on its skin style? So that, wow, June goes dark for her imagining of (laughs) what you would like. (laughs) I like that. I I was watching the same thing. I had the same question, and I settled on, it's a real face. (laughs) I settled on, that's a real face. This guy stole someone's face, and he wears it as a hat. he wears it. I thought that guy was my favorite of the Village of the Crazy. Do you have a favorite VOCer? Uh, no, no. No, I was so engaged at that moment that I... There is... Okay, they slowed so down the movie at this point because I, I, I guess they realized at a certain point that the first cut-in came in at like 64 minutes. And they were like, okay, guys, how do we extend it? And they slow down things that don't need slowing down. Well, there's a, the slow-mo... I wrote that. I had so many things to talk about in the slow-mo because it is slow-mo forever. And the only thing you hear is his heartbeat and his aggressively, increasingly more and more sexual panting. <laughs> As this slow-mo scene g- continues, it just starts to be like... That whimper is really a unbecoming of a secret agent. And then... No, but you're right. They needed to stretch it out because then they did the pommel horse fight scene, which goes on for hours. Oh, yeah. It is why you've come to see this movie. We should play a clip of it. Um, Play it in its entirety. Here we go. So, wait. I think you need to set it up a little bit, right? Yes, please. Please set it up. Well, he's in the village of the crazies. (laughs) 
he finds himself surrounded by tons of crazies, and then luckily there's a pommel horse there. So lucky. For him to get onto, and now, then, as you said, just kick so many now, people in the face. Now, let's Let talk me ask about, you a question, let's, uh, Joe. Is it, it's not a real pommel horse, it's just something no, in the middle of the square. it looks like a pommel horse. Yeah, is it, it is a pommel horse. It is a pommel. No. Is it handles? Is it set decorated <laughs> but, to look old or different than a pommel horse? No, not really. It no, has, but, no, no, no. Why I would they need handles it, on that I thing? I looked at it very it closely. Is? No, it's a pommel horse, but they clearly like painted it gray. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just... I but, you. but here's the question. What in the world of the movie is, is it? I got it. I, have, I, I have don't a theory. Know. I don't know. It was a place to hook up your horses. Yes, yes. That's a, yes, that's yeah. a, in my mind, they were like, yeah, 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 you hook horses up to it. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, but should it's we a have a horse, horse hooked up to it just to make... No. No, <laughs> no let's just let him jump around on it and hit people with his dumb feet. Um... Well, but then the fight scene goes on so far past anything you could possibly imagine it going on past. And and it gets, I mean, it's repetitive for sure. Oh, there's sure. nothing happening. He is, there is, okay, again, Village of the Crazies. That would presume it is full of uh, abject lunatics. All of them have either swords, spears, or pitchforks. They are all attacking him from all sides. He is weaponless, but for his feet. <laughs> and the pommel horse is the delivery system for his thrashing. I wish we could have a... Is anyone here a gymnast? Damn. All right, well, here we go. Uh, here we go. Really? Gonna... Yeah, let me say no this. gymnasts? Yeah. Here, here's what that I'll say, shocking. though, about gymnasts, and especially male gymnasts. I mean, male gymnasts are the most physically fit people in the world. Excuse me? <laughs> Wait Whoa. a second. I, I have, walk away with have a lot tonight, of problems with be, that. It's true. What they are able to do in terms of like athleticism is unbelievable. They have, a, they have, an, break, an, they have an incredible amount of... Oh, of, don't they're very girl strong. power it's this. True. They're very strong. They're very, very strong. Very strong. All right, they're very strong. All right. What about professional wrestlers? <laughs> Professional wrestlers don't have to do the same amount. Michael Showalter, you, you, you. <laughs> when you were wrestling, Michael, when you were wrestling, how? Well, but when I, I am a gymnast, but I was much more tumbling than. Right, than, right, 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 right. All right, let's see the scene that made this movie famous. All right, here we go. Pommel horse. The. <laughs> Wait, but that's not it. It goes on a little bit longer. It goes on way longer yeah. than that. I just noticed, by the way, the extras in the back, while he's like, you know, kicking someone over here, behind him, the extras aren't trying to get him with their various weapons. They're just raising them yeah. up and down. There is a number of scenes I noticed where the Village of the Craziest people are looking like straight into lens. <laughs> they're looking like... Well, they're crazy. They don't take direction. They don't take direction. Um... It's pretty special. It's uh, like it's like oh, we're in Romania or wherever we shot this piece of garbage. Um, oh, why don't we just? Uh, is there like a, a home for absolutely destroyed mentally people? Um, uh, can we dress them up like monsters? 
Maybe they shot it in the in the psychiatric ward there. Like, I would believe it. Where, wherever they shot it, it's cold because you can see their breath yeah. in oh, yeah. like every scene. They, and Samir is shirtless riding a horse, and his horse, it's like uh, <laughs> Iron uh, True Grit, like the, the, the horse has... Shooting out steam like a train. I felt uh, bad for Samir. The, <laughs> I want to say, like, the thing about that pommel horse scene is he spends a lot of time not even doing kicking, just kind of getting revved up for, like, almost like a motor going, go, 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 go. let me just get some reps on here before my kicking starts. And the same time was when he finds that pole happening. <laughs> right. In the he alley. Finds a pole in, in the, the alley. alley. But here's a weird... Here's the weird thing just, about how I thought too, it's like on. they didn't have a bunch of poles so that it looked like that was part of what was going on. Yeah, it's just, just one. there's one pole. And again, they didn't even try, like, they didn't put, like, a shirt Clothes, on it. Yeah. So they could have, like, ripped the shirt off. Like, right. oh, cool, this is something I know. Yeah. You know, like, again, put a horse to it. Untie the horse, no. slap it away, get on. Like, no, they don't even try. I have a question, a legit question. When he says to the con, Mel Brooks, hey... My father came and played the game, what happened to him? Is that the first we're understanding that his father played the game, or did that no, happen the earlier? the first scene, the very first It comes first up scene. earlier. Oh, it he's did. Okay, I missed that for some reason. Well, by the way, the pictures he's looking at in that first scene, the, especially the one of Samir, is a production still. It is absolutely staged, like, movie production still. He learns there that his father played the game and he, his whereabouts are unknown. And so that was recently? I because the, because well, the, there is, the father and Samir like looked the same It seemed now. like when he was winning the Olympics, his dad was playing the game and getting killed. Got it. I okay. think that's what you're led to believe. But, but he's not going in to sense. save his father. No. He's going in to get a military base put into this country. Right. But his it dad seems, was sent first to probably do that as I'm well. I'm sure. Right. But it like, seems for him... In my mind, that like if he finds out what happened to his dad, great, you know. But no, there's no mystery. His dad. But it's not. There's no mystery. His dad didn't disappear. He was killed playing the game. No, and then, but then when his dad rescues him, I don't mean to be, I don't mean to spoil. There's no spoilers. But at the end of Village of the Crazies, uh, he's about to get. He's he's in a very bad situation where he's going to get killed, and then a ninja comes along and helps him out of the situation, and the ninja is his father. Yes. And then they're like, he's like, Dad, what's up? And Zed goes, and, and Zed goes, I knew you'd come, John. Yeah. Really? And then immediately, <laughs> and then immediately, the father is killed. It's ki- yeah. well, 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 yeah. He's shot with an arrow. Right now, but again. as we know, arrows don't do a yeah. lot of damage. I mean, it's crazy. Like again, and no, he doesn't seem that bothered wait, 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 wait. by it. No, he when his father gets shot by the arrow, Cabot is like doesn't even because bl- he already even... grieved. He already went uh, through the grieving yeah, process. Okay, this dude is a fucking robot. <laughs> he is like he is one hundred percent. I've said this before on the spectrum. He has no concept of human emotions, but. But he does things. No, I would say he cares I would more say, about Gomez than about his father. <laughs> look, we see him more look, Gomez, and we Dad do gets shot. Not like, know. We do not know what his relationship was like. But again, as a screenwriter, why bring back the, the Dad? Didn't give any information. Nope. He didn't give him any piece of advice. Didn't give him a weapon. Nor did he explain what he's been doing in Parmistan. Like, yeah. I... I'm alive, and I just figured I'd hang. I'd hang here and wait. 
Like, to what end? Was he working on something? Did he get the village of the crazy people to become He's an like, army? I've been working with the 20s. We're going to overthrow the... Nope. <laughs> He's like, I found a ninja outfit. I thought I'd save you. Waiting. Just waiting. Uh-oh. Wait, my dad- back hurts. What is it? Arrow? Uh-oh. <laughs> the uh, most disturbing thing is that when he does complete the games, he rides back into town on his horse with his girlfriend... And his dad's on another horse. Dead. No, he's dead. not dead. Yes, he is dead. I you think don't that the know idea for is that he's brought his asshole? father back and that his father's gonna live. And he didn't bring back Gomez. And and well, I Gomez it, is like mega is, dead. I thought Wait, he was yeah, gonna, his dad is I thought over. Samir Gomez I thought like, Samir was gonna be on the other horse and it would be like this is who I killed Samir. I'm did, the, but it wasn't Samir, it was the father, and I'm thinking the father's gonna go to the hospital and I be thought okay. see, I thought too, did anybody else feel like Samir's death was really uneventful? Yes. yes. Like He's I thought the main that showdown villain. was gonna be like like roadhouse level throat rip. Yeah. Nope. It's like ah, kick, kick. I've got you now, crack. Crack. Done. Most In like a una- pile of autumn please. leaves. Actually, no. I thought it was event. It, well, it's the moment where he really Dude, has to up. call on. He really has to call on Jim Cotta to get through that. Fight. Right. You're right. He did have to because do because if he just fights Samir, just Braun and whatever, he's gonna lose. But then he kind of becomes Jim Cotta. And then he's like, how would you describe, what is Jim Cotta to you? We talked about it. When does he become Jim Cotta? I need to know. During the fight with Samir. Do you feel like there's a moment that you're like, oh, he just became. Yes, there was a moment. When he crosses his legs over and grabs his neck. I don't know. I mean, well, no, before that. He's losing the fight. You guys know what I'm talking about? He's losing the fight. And then he's like. no. Because he was losing the fight to Samir, and he's like, how am I going to beat Samir? I can't beat him this way. I need Jim Cotta to win this fight. And Jim Cotta is... Is cartwheels into karate. Got it. <laughs> yeah, I Wait, get it. I, I, the, okay. I will say, I will ask one other question of you guys. Did you think that the movie was going to continue after they rode that horse back into town? I thought there might be a moment or two. Maybe even, hey, you <laughs> did it. This was the most abrupt ending that ever. has ever happened. It was shocking. Like, I really, again, That's why like, I really don't think that that father's alive, because I think if he was, they would have cut to him, and he would have, like, moved around. Right, he would have, right, right. Well, it's By all, the way, why this, would he, this but why happens. would he bring his father back dead? Well, he wants to bury the body. He wants to bury the body. Look how happy he is. His father <laughs> they, is within feet of him a corpse. But basically, they ride into town, and then the movie just freezes frame and goes, in 1985, the first early warning Earth station was placed in Parmistan for the U.S. Star Wars defense program. That is, uh, that is it. The movie is over. Why is there... Is that exciting as Why... a viewer? Like, oh, yeah, way to go, USA. Why is there a double space between Star Wars and defense program? <laughs> is that a subtle kind of, like, Star Wars? Hey, Right as you're about to walk out, Star Wars. But I, I took it as like it was almost saying that it was real, like at the yeah. end of like Aaron Brockovich or something, where <laughs> they're like Aaron Brockovich toppled these corporations, da da da. It's like this was the most bullshit, weird story point, 
and they're acting like we even remembered like, that that like was the, even. That was it's the like goal. the end of Argo, where it's like <laughs> exactly. the real people show yes. up or whatever. It's like the real guys gonna yeah. show up and be like, "This was based on me." Yeah, like we never needed this nope. to begin with. No, not at one bit. Early um, warning. Earth Station. I'm just reading it again. This is Actually, what he this... fought for the entire yeah. movie. Was and an that early is warning. a good thing, right? I mean, it's really relatable. It's really fun. Um, let, let's go out to the audience here, see what kind of questions they have. Um, what kind of questions they have? Oh, a lot of hands. A lot of hands. A lot of hands. All right, I'm going to go to this guy here first. All right, sir, first you have to say your name. Do a sound effect of a punch, a kick, or whatever, and then ask your question. Uh, Nico, whack. Great. Um, at, at the scene when they release the convicts to go into the game, uh, the Kurt Thomas and, and others are going to observe on horseback. Uh, when they leave, they totally destroy a random civilian with a horse. Do you, think yes, it's, yes. do you think it's deliberate or that person actually fucking died? <laughs> but that they is, say... A real person Kurt, gets trampled by Kurt, a horse. Well, but Kurt Thomas says, we can't just leave him there. And they say, if you go get him, they'll kill you. No, that's a different no. person. That's a different that's person. A different okay, person. So they release the prisoners. What this guy's talking about is they release the prisoners and all of the villagers are like, yay, let's go watch the, the thing. And the, our guys are on horseback and one of the horses tramples a real person. <laughs> Oh, that yes. really happened in real life? It must have happened well, in real life, yes. And it has yeah, to be 100%. an extra. But or, they, it's, it's the, or it's the best stunt in yeah. the movie. It is, because I watched that, and I think I rewound it, and honestly, it does look... Kurt's face, I mean, he, he couldn't have acted it, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I think it really happened. All right, here we go. We've got a question back here. You right, your name, your best sound effect, and your question. Uh, my name's Ashley. <laughs> Those are the leaves that they walk on that are so freaking loud in this movie. Um, and actually, I just wanted to, you mentioned Enter the Dragon. Can we just talk about how this is the same director as Enter the Dragon? What? I did know that, yes. He is the same director. This guy went from Bruce Lee to Kurt Thomas. And here's the thing that I was going to talk about before. They slowed down kicks. So like, Bruce Lee is so quick, you gotta slow down kicks because he's so fast. Here, you can see them, and slowing them down makes them aggressively less impressive. Well, in the slow-mo whole thing, the slow motion scene is mostly just running. There's very little slow-mo well, fighting. Well, the slow-mo kick was when he gets on top of that bridge and he tosses those yes. two dudes off, who also in slow-mo go, whoa, whoa. All right, your question over here, your name your best uh, sound effect, and uh, your question. My name is Javi. <laughs> Good. Thank you. And so my question is, at the banquet, they introduce the village of the crazies, generations of people criminally insane. So they say that they're cannibals. Why don't we ever see them eating anybody? Hold on. I think we got an answer about that face. That face is uh... definitely a human face. Just as I wanted. And you think the rest of the person was eaten? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I like that. I like that. Wait, but you're right, though. Why? What? Well, look, why? 
why they set up everything and it never pays off. Well, why didn't they, they have? Why thing. didn't they have the the crazies eat Thorg instead of having the pigs eat Thorg? Because the pigs learned it from watching the crazies. Here's the reality. The reality is nothing makes sense in this movie until you get to the village of the crazies because then everything's allowed to not make sense. That's true. That's when this movie starts making sense. Okay, your name, your sound effect, and your question. Okay, uh, Winona. <laughs> Good. That's what, what is it? That's what the knives make when they yes. land in the wood. Um, so you know that part where Thor, like, so in the game, I guess the ninjas are chasing you, and if you get caught by the ninjas, you die. So why does Thor waste so much time trying to kill the Asian guy during the race? Okay, Thorg hates Asians. <laughs> Is the That's only, the only reason why he's only, there. Who knows? <laughs> I, I, also, I also had a thought about this too, which was when the, when the game starts, they all take off running, but it's not based on time. Nope. It's Take based on time. survival. No, Here's but I, I, I would assume that, I know nobody's won the game in 900 years, but I would assume that only one person could out of this crop. But my but guess is, my guess is, if no one won in 900 years, let's take it slow, Serpico. Like, I thought, Paul, I thought that they got a head start on Samir and his men. Okay. And that's why they're oh. running, is because oh, okay. Samir and his men, because there was a moment way early in the movie where they kill someone one of the His ninjas dad? kills no one of the ninjas kills a guy trying to climb up a oh, yeah. mountain and then they and then they, and then they kill him and then uh Samir says kill him and he kills another ninja not the guy oh yeah and they're like why'd you do that because he broke the rules yeah and then when Kurt Thomas sees the rules being broken he's like hey he you're breaking the, the rules. rules right He's but like, what yeah. it tells me, what it told me is, is that they take the rules of the game very seriously. seriously. But when Samir is breaking them, not so seriously. Well, that's the thing is Samir decides to, it's a coup uh, a, 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 where he tries to overthrow Mel Brooks and take <laughs> rest control of the country from him. And the thing is, he's now going to go and hunt the guys. He's breaking the rules of the game, right? But the, gonna... but the flag ninjas, who are they allegiant? Like, where's their allegiance? Who knows? Oh, to Samir. Well, to they Samir. are all to Samir? Yes, they're all because to they Samir. try and attack the, the Mel Brooks later and on. When, and when Mel Brooks is asked by his daughter, why did you let you know your aide have this much power, Mel Brooks's answer is, for security reasons. Yeah. Did anybody else feel like Thorg was like a returning champion? Yes. Everybody seemed to know Everybody's Thorg. money seemed to be on Thorg. And it this seemed is, like we were setting up some sort of a competition between what, the two of them. What if Never people went yeah. to go see Catching Fire and this is what played? <laughs> <laughs> this is like, that was it. That was it. Jennifer Lawrence introduces it. Because I would this, love it if they, she was just CGI inserted into this movie. Just As like Gomez. <laughs> Katniss Everdeen. That's why there's so many arrows. She's like, oh no, where's PETA? And it's just <laughs> Thorg being like, rawr. Okay. Your name, your sound effect, what your sound effect is, and your question, go. Uh, my name's Steve, and uh, my sound effect is, what the? And that's just every other noise that Crazy made. <laughs> and am I the only one that noticed that the flag ninjas looked like uh, Devo in the Whippet music video? Good point. Good point. I like that. Have a seat. At a certain point, I was like, oh, these aren't ninjas at all. They're, they don't act, they don't do much ninja No, stuff. I think that they got like discount ninja costumes, but they, like, it was like, 
We ordered the ref costumes, but we got all these ninja costumes. Ah, put them on, put them I on. I feel like it's the producer being like, put them in fucking ninja outfits. I well, they're not it, ninjas. Yeah. We haven't even You're talked right. about one of the best moments in the movie, which is when one of the flag ninjas watches, I think... Some oh, Thorg. Crazy... Thorg killed the Asian guy, and Thorg then he puts the... Thorg killed the Asian guy, and then the flag slowly drops. I couldn't figure that out. Was that guy... Was his, fl- was his flag representative of the Asian dude? No, he was just... Whoever was inside that ninja costume was horrified he's at like, what he had just seen. He was like, whoa, I've seen some fucked yeah. up shit. He's like, honestly, I know I'm supposed to keep this flag up and all, but what the fuck just <laughs> but, happened? Like, but Thorg is out here fucking wasting dudes. It's a sad moment for the flag guy. Uh... Okay, your name, your sound effect question. Here we go. My name is Chris, and that's when the SI hits the the table. Good. Okay. (laughs) This is really important. The title of the movie, Gymkata, that is not the proper fusion of gymnastics and karate. What is? Uh, Gymkate? Gymkate. I like that. (laughs) Sounds like a really delicious coffee drink. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh, well, oh, you have the oh, right God. answer. Oh, God. All right, here we go. Okay, I looked it up. It says that. <laughs> she looked it up. Is a noun, and it's plural, for a system of basic body positioning and movement exercises, as in karate or judo. Kata. Kata. All right, so that's something. <laughs> that was something. We got it. All right, who has a good research question? Who has someone who's like, I can't leave tonight until I bring this fact to light? All right, ooh, good, all right, I like this. Your hands been up, your hands up. I'm going to both of you, because you both kept your hands up. Here you go. Your name, your sound effect, your question, go. All right, my name is David. My sound effect is... And that's Great. Every, uh, every kick in the movie. Got it. Um, and my question is, all right, it's established that the princess's mother is from Indonesia. No one has been in the country for 900 years. How did she meet the king? How did, she, wait, how, the, how did, how did the, the Indonesian mother the get there? How did the queen meet the king? Wait, you're saying that people can't go to the country? Everyone well, who goes to the I country has the, to compete in the game. I think oh, the king. Oh, that's a true. That, oh, yeah. He's the king, though. Oh. But has he left? <laughs> and like, as, as I've heard, it's good to be the king? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking nerds. This is you as your hand. I have a feeling the king was away on a business trip to Indonesia, met this beautiful woman, had I, I mean, daughter. 100% she was sold to him. We know that that's what happened. Sexual right. slavery is how she came to be there. Your name, your sound effect, your question. Here we go. My name is Mike, and my uh, sound effects it is... It was like every time he did that backflip, yeah. he just... I don't know why that made that sound. He did hit himself. Yeah, And so... Um, my question is, when they were going inside the bazaar, and uh, the guy who looked like Mazukas up there throws... Uh, How dare you. <laughs> and he throws some liquid on him. Like water at him. Yeah. And you don't know if it's cum or if it's... Hey, cum. man. Hey, guy. Wow. Hey, fella. So far, two... If I was a flag ninja, two red flags would have gone like, up over like, here. Yeah, so your first thought is... That guy filled a cup full of cum and just threw it on them. Okay. You're a fucking weirdo guy. All right, here we go. Here we go. Where is it coming? I'm feeling more unsafe over here. Finish it. Okay, and here's the vote. Um, and then the guy next to him said, hey, don't want to start anything. You know, there's a lot of anti-American things. 
and then boom, shot with an arrow, and then Kurt Thomas runs the other way and leaves the princess and everything. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Is this a riddle? <laughs> Is your question a riddle, sir? Oh, you're the worst. His Last question, question, worst question. His question was an interesting one in that why would Kurt Thomas chase after the killer instead of protecting the rest of the people that are clearly in danger? Uh, I also want to talk about that one thing when he gets that cum thrown on him. Uh, he says, oh, I guess that's it for the nightlife. <laughs> Again, not again. Maybe a spectrum response. Right, and I have, guess not. These are not. These are lines that were written for the movie. He's not. It's not like no, he's improvising. He's not improvising. Like he's like, oh, I guess this is the line I have to say now. Yeah. And then he says nonsense like that. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Your name, sound effect, question. Uh, my name's Connor. My sound effect is. <laughs> that's every spear throw. Every nice. It's like every five minutes. That was uh, a good one. <laughs> really good. Um, I had a question about the props in this movie. Specifically, like, it seems every time there's a fight, like, there's just a guy on the bottom of the screen handing up props to people, like the fire extinguisher or, you know, an axe. Just, they come out of no... It's kind of like those old, like, LucasArts games that you played as a kid where you would have, like, a million things in your backpack but never any signs of having that. Like, I'm in Maniac Mansion and I have a skeleton. Where are you carrying this? It's just being pulled out. I, I, uh, I, I want to talk about set design and one thing, too. Uh, the guy who's holding the princess hostage at one point has three axes on the wall in a crest, and then right next to that crest is just a lone axe on the wall <laughs> as well. Just a lot of axes. Like, oh, put some axes here. Uh, is there... All right, what's, one, one more question? One more question. Let's see. Who's going to have a good question? I can't tell by people's faces because sometimes the more excited, the more... Man, we'll say here. What's your question? You don't look excited about it, so let's see. Maybe it's going to be good. Your name, your special effect, your spe uh, sound effect, and your question. Um, do you want me to stand up? You want to, sure. Um, Allison, my sound effect is nothing, which is the sound of the hawk. And I knew it. We got a winner here. <laughs> and um, my question is... Um, I don't know if I should be posing. Uh, let's, well, everyone. We can all hear it. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's the way microphones work. Um, so, ba uh, basically, when the princess comes to train, what's his name in the Catskills, um, was, <laughs> was she, like, rented for the weekend? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, why, like, that was my question, too. Why was the princess there? Could she not get back home? Well, the second part of my question is, like, did she also help Gomez? No. She's only... Tra she's helping them train... She's helping the Americans train why? their entry. But why... Why does she give a shit about Star Wars? And why isn't she... Why is, That's why a isn't really she like, good question. <laughs> why does she... My question because, was... Because of the 20s. <laughs> I'm serious. So she's a part I'm of the I'm serious. 20s, because but it's only she's, America that can... Because she's... Yeah. Because she's in with the 20s. And the 20s are looking towards America to help bring Parmistan into the 20th century. That's what I, I mean, that's what I think. Yeah. Pretty good. Because, I mean, I guess, 
The question is if she helps Gomez win, what the fuck is Gomez going to ask for? Does it help the 20s at all? I would like I would like to see what I would love to have just seen like at the beginning, you know, they, when the before the game started, they'd step up like I'm Kurt Thomas, and my request is this. You know, and the next guy, like, my name is Gomez, and I would like a Subway sandwich. And then, like, like, you know, like I would love to have seen everyone's what were all their requests. Because why, why would you compete in this game? Like, he, Kurt Thomas has a very strong reason, but I can't not imagine. Really. Well, to put a military. I would argue it's but, not a very strong reason. To put at a all. military base there? To risk your life in an unwinnable game? I agree with that, yeah, but at least why? he has a request. How about diplomatic relations? You have the princess there. Oh, that's so out of but style, man. But the princess man. says to him, you're going to die, and he says, no, I'm, I'm going to win. He yeah. tells her that. I think it would be amazing if someone made a sequel to this movie called The 20s <laughs> that was about The 20s that was really good and totally dramatic and had an amazing cast and was really well directed. And then you just let people find out that this is the movie it was based on. It would be great if you, in that 20s movie, if they, like you had a younger actor, like a James Franco or whatever, playing Kurt Thomas. And he has a very small part, almost like a cameo. And like, oh, and that was a great day when he came back on the horse. You know, and then yeah. you, 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 know, you just have this, like, one moment of him, a fleeting glimpse of, ah, and then it goes forward. Because I would like to, I, that would be amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's just like I, this weird sort of detail that this really good movie happened to have been based on Jim Cotta, and that's just. Or what if, what if you did, like, something a little, like, if you did a movie that was about, like, a college-age kid who does, like, semester abroad in Parmistan? <laughs> and so it's like a modern-day Parmistan yes. story. And you, there's no mention of Jim Cotta, right. except for like at the very, like there's a couple of very slight things, like like the ruler has been overthrown. Maybe you get this actress to play in the, the present ruler, but like otherwise, it's just a story about a young kid on a semester abroad. Right. I, I have a, I have a version of this movie. <laughs> the twenties have been successful. They've mixed the old and the new, uh, so much so that uh, new city, new towns are being built up in the old towns. A group of kids. Their house is being taken over. They got to move out. It's modern day Goonies. These kids from Parmistan, they're like, we're going to have one last weekend. And they find the old game. They find the old game of death. And they accidentally are like falling through the old game of death. They go to the town of the crazies, which somehow still exists. They find treasure and they save their small town. I think that I mean, modern-day Goonies and Parmesan would be great to find the old courses and everything. Like I guess that. The, 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 what we're talking about here is everybody just go online and start pitching your, your, your versions of how you would make a sequel and or a parallel movie to this movie. Post it on our I Facebook page. I would just want to see a prequel that was like his journey to winning the gold medal. Right. Final thoughts. Uh, would you recommend it? In its insanity and for the gymnastics, it's really fun to watch. I do. All right. I do. I had one scene that I that I we didn't talk about that I loved or that I well I, I, I liked it but I was let down a little bit, which is when they're climbing over the ropes course in the very final game sequence, and the first guy who goes over it might have been Gomez. He like uses his legs and his hands and then you think each person when when it when it gets to Cabot you think he's going to do Jim Cotta on the ropes yeah but he doesn't 
he just does his arms like everybody else. <laughs> he, the Jim Cotte, is very. I don't even really. Uh, I guess I don't even really understand it because sometimes he's using. He does use his fists sometimes too, right? Oh, he, yeah, he boxes very too, rarely. Yeah. Okay. Very rarely. It's really just. It's a lot of footwork. <laughs> Jason, do you recommend it? A hundred percent. Uh, well, that is Jim Cotta. We normally do a, a section of the show called Second Opinions. Uh, unfortunately, this movie... Okay, this is an interesting fact about this movie. This movie was, <laughs> was re-released because Amazon... Like, there was a voting... Basi- I don't know how to describe it. I don't have it here, but um, there was a contest. Like, what movie would you like to see our studio re-release? And Jim Cotta won that? <laughs> That is the reason. Is this recent? This is recent in 2007. So that is the only reason why it is even out in an available in an available way. For many many years, this was not able to be gotten. So it won this contest. So on Amazon, it all the five star reviews are like, "Fucking this movie's dumb." Five stars. There's no earnest. There is no earnest five star reviews, and they're they're not even that funny. So I just, I opted not to read it. Um, Jason, I wanted to do this. Uh, last time we were on the show, you improvised a song, and you said, well, I hope people make that into our second opinion oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. theme. Uh, here are two of the finalists. Uh, or not finalists. Oh, there's, there's multiple? There's two. We'll, we'll listen to them really quickly. Uh, they're only eight seconds. Here we go. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty I'll, I'll tell you what, Internet, you can do better. Well, uh, thank you guys for coming out. <laughs>